0: This show is brought to you by Made by Super. Hiring a design studio is more necessary than you think. Your brand is important, and how it's represented shouldn't be phoned in. Whether it's your logo, website, messaging, online ads, environment, graphic design, or social media, you need professionals, thinkers, advocates for your brand, people that will make you look good. It will make a difference. Trust me. Go to MadeBySuper.com and hire great designers to get to work for you on your brand. Also brought to you by Age Old Trade Design, LA's premier hospitality design firm. Welcome to Acting Real with Kat Foster, where I talk with talented, seasoned, professional actors about how they use what they've learned from acting in their real, everyday lives. If you have been listening to the show, and you like it, and you're moved by it, and it's helped you, and it resonates with you, subscribe to us on iTunes, and give us a good review. It means so so much and more importantly it helps other humans find the show thanks uh today we talked to my very good friend luca jones um he is an actor and a philosopher he is so so sharp intellectually and also a big big literally big softy and it's a really sweet episode to listen to um you probably know luca from best friends forever or up all night most recently he was on people of earth um and right right now you can see luca playing opposite 80 bryant in the show shrill on hulu which everyone's watching and talking about and it's so so good uh enjoy you guys
1: it is a skeleton and you have to discover where the bones What I need for my life, I am drawn to create the play.
0: And you must use the play, you must use it okay. like it um, okay, well, can we start by saying that this is our second time shooting this podcast? yeah, because we had you here,
1: yeah, and I came and i and i and i did i had fun and then it
0: was really fun we all then, had like, fun,
1: yeah, and then like what I do is it's hard for me to listen to it's in a way hard for me to listen to my like an interview that I've done Not that I've done a ton like not because like uh oh, I don't want to hear my own voice but because I feel like I've already had the conversation so it's like it feels weird to like go through it. Right. And then like bit by bit I started going through it and I was like, "Oh, I don't know. That sounds bad." I I started No, there were that.
0: like but like as soon as you as soon as we stopped recording, you and I then went up and stairs oh, and yeah. started hanging out with my daughter. Yeah. And we were all hanging out and you were like, "You know what? I actually don't know that I love that I said that thing." And I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no problem. We'll just, we'll cut that. Yeah. And then they were like, and then you're like, well, let me listen and back you were to like, it. And that's what happened. And no, then but I'm then, like, then
1: you're like, but listen to the whole thing, you know? And I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, maybe I will. And then finally I listened to it and I was like, oh, that's like, that's bad too. There like, were like a few been... <laughs> things that you were just
0: like, I don't want. And those things will feel never very come the, to light. No one will issue, ever hear those things. The main issue is, <laughs>
1: well, I, yeah, I'm, I believe you. But like the, the main By issue. Way, I
0: said some shit too that I, that I, That I was like, you know what? I'm totally down to re record. Yeah,
1: cool. No one, are you guys dying
0: to know what was said in the first episode? I don't think anybody cares. I think everybody is like, oh my God, what could have possibly been said? You'll
1: never know. That's
0: how I would feel.
1: I I mean, the more interesting issue to me is like, there's like very little I won't talk about in person but then like the idea of something being like floating around sure. being able to be taken out of context and stuff like that starts making me feel more like when people on twitter which i'm not on as much anymore like try to have like real conversations with me on twitter like i don't engage anymore as much like i just try to like heart uh, or like you know like, <laughs> I, try to be like I see you don't Send worry i'm sorry but like yeah. uh, i don't even want to say like that because like I think what some people don't understand is that, like, especially these anonymous accounts, or like, or like, you know, like, what, you know, whatever, or like they, or they do understand it, and they, they, that's what they're trying to do is like just get a reaction out of you. But like, they, they really think it's a good place to talk about stuff, and I, and I, I've always thought it's a bad place to talk about stuff. Twitter, like, yeah. Twitter, and, and 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 in certain ways, the internet, unless it's like very controlled thing. So, like, I don't mean like this being on the internet is a bad place. It's like this yeah, is a yeah. great place for us to talk. Yeah. But like anybody that wants to like, like, get real. talk to us about this, like, right. or have takes on it, then I start getting out going like, oh no.
0: I have a hard man. It's no secret in the world that I have a really hard time just in general with social media. I think for that exact yeah. reason, because. Like there's something about like once you put it into the world in like a very like like once you like press print or like type the letters and press send or whatever and it's like in the world like the nuance goes away like the humanity kind of like a lot
1: of it yeah you know and, like it's and,
0: really and... hard to capture like truth in a in a Twitter in a Twitter post or an Instagram yeah. post or a Facebook post I mean, yeah. it happens some people are really good at it but then like that's probably not what they're aiming for i mean by the way no one should be even aiming for truth and like authenticity in social media posts well i probably. don't know
1: maybe, maybe i mean that's kind of what i used to do like nobody cares i've been muted by all my friends i think probably no but, like, but no um, one
0: would mute you
1: oh for sure i mean and i do don't Do you
0: mute people yeah you do
1: yeah because i don't like to unfollow them it feels mean or something so i just mute them sometimes but like I'll unmute him if I remember. I mean, I follow, like, 2,000-plus people. On oh, you do. Twitter. Twitter is the place where I'm like, okay, we'll follow you. And, like, uh, um, but uh, the main thing is just, like, the original context of expression of, like, uh, or the intended context isn't always the context in which the audience are, or individ- individual members of the audience, like, um, uh, read it and so um it it ends up actually they read something that you didn't say in some sense like
0: right like but you're you're talking about like potentially saying things that are like kind of uh
1: you know like uh controversial or or, just anything like like, i mean i'm so i so like to talk that it was like it was like a lesson for me to like to like a certain kind of disengagement that i like mm. i don't like in real life like I, i was like as i was growing up i I never liked the, you know, like I'd be at like a, like a college like bar with my college friends and like, I'd be like, uh, uh, you know, there's no God, right guys. Let's talk about that. <laughs> and they'd be like, Luca, just like, chill out, dude.
0: Sh- chill what? out. What? Let's what? talk
1: about something like chill. Cause they wanted to be very chill, you know, like, and they want to just drink and like have fun and maybe hook up at the end of the night. And I was, like, more like, uh, let's talk about something interesting. This is all boring.
0: But so, like, okay, what what made you – like, what's – what what made you like that? Why do you think that you want to talk about God in the college, college bar?
1: Is this – uh, is this where we you want to talk about neurodiversity or whatever? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, no,
0: we don't have to. But do you feel like yeah. the two are related? Upstairs, we were talking a sure. little bit about neuro neuro di- uh,
1: neurodiversity.
0: neurodiversity.
1: Neurodiversity.
0: Neurodiversity, which is frankly a term. It's like that a concept
1: in- about how like we're our brain. Like I mean, just like like a, I think a simple way to put it. And I'm certainly like not like anything uh, like I'm not like deeply educated about it, but like it's. Just the, the concept that, like, our, 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 across the human species, there's like a variation of like kinds of brains, let's say.
0: Like how brains work.
1: Yeah. How different people experience the world and stuff like that. Our and brain...
0: that, I mean, that's like, does that encompass like mental illness, personality disorder? I think it's ended up, encum- I,
1: I think it's ended up encompassing that. Yeah. I think, I don't know this is true, but I think it came out of like, um, people focusing on autism and how, like, mm. uh, people on the spectrum or uh, that have, like, autism spectrum disorder, as they call it now, uh, um, uh, how, like, they're different from um, non-autistic people or something. Like, their
0: brains work differently. It just
1: seems it seems pretty clear that, like, paradigmatic, if there are, so like, such cases, like, paradigmatic cases of, like, autism – Autism, like um, uh, involve people that like experience the world differently than than um, people who clearly don't um, have autism. And so like like that can be like um, 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 I mean, I think it's something like this, like like they, they call they call people that aren't autistic neurotypical and they call people right. that are neurodivergent and like,
0: uh-huh. and
1: the, anyway, the concept has been applied to other things like pe- other developmental issues, as right, they might right, say, right, or right. mental issues, as they might say. Uh-huh. But like, um, and I'm sure it's all controversial over like, sure about like how the word should be used exactly in ways that I'm not like tuned into, but like, uh, but like, um, um, I think, I think it's somewhat common for autistic people to be like somewhat less social at least mm. than, than like neurotypical people or non-autistic people. Mm -hmm. And, and again, these are, this is like a spectrum. And so like some people with autism can like be like totally isolated from like other people and like sort of quote unquote in their own world and Mm -hmm. other people can be like, like, like very quote unquote high functioning Mm -hmm. often the way that they like, uh, from what I've read, the way that they, um, uh, uh, classify like stuff is like it's like how functional you are socially Right. or something like that and so um, that itself is like something that I find fascinating like disorders apart from autism disorders like like psychological disorders it's all about like how much you fit into society or something like that
0: do you feel like you fit in like where where do you know like in you some fall ways I in don't some
1: ways I do yeah I
0: mean how how diverse is your is your neurology
1: <laughs> how divergent how like that's, different
0: well but when you say but that's, the idea is but like divergent, di- divergent is different f- from diverse right Right.
1: so it's not that you're right I think the idea the, honestly, by the way d-
0: neurodivergent might actually be a term that in like five years they're like oh don't say that you know what I'm saying like sure because like I mean I'm just saying like neurodiversity might be a way of of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. sort of like saying that there isn't such a thing as neurotypical and neurodivergent that actually like we're all just like neurodiverse. I wasn't actually I was I don't know what I was looking okay, I was just at. Looking my but eye. you do you are I mean you've been doing Pilates still, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean by the way the I just took a little Instagram story of you and yeah. your your triceps are super cut.
1: They're sick. <laughs> They're, They're
0: sick. sick. You no, got uh, some chiseled no, tries. No, no, um, <laughs> uh
1: thanks. Uh 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 that'd be awesome. Um I uh No, 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 no. no. I mean <sighs> This is not what people tune into this for. Like,
0: <laughs> wait, no, uh, I do. Think... I went
1: to like listen for like about like acting and maybe no, like, some other life lessons. No, and, like, by the way, I say started this... talking about like No, dude,
0: I don't want to talk about acting on this podcast. This, like, seriously, like a- But you do is... talk
1: about acting. I know, but, but that's because
0: I keep talking to a bunch of actors. But like, we have the benefit here of sitting across from someone who's also, you know, who happens to have gotten his Ph.D. Yeah, in fucking philosophy. Yeah. So and you're an actor. And you're like on a dope TV show now that everyone's yeah. watching. You've been on millions of T V shows. And you're like millions. an improviser. Yeah, millions. Yeah. Like you you're both. You're all of it. And this I consider a great a great all boon. Of
1: it. <laughs> you can be like one thing or the other thing, <laughs> or you can be both, which is like all of it. <laughs>
0: well, when you're talking about two things and you're both and you're That's all true. of That's it. That's true. Yeah, and you're yeah, yeah. all the things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, I do want to talk about neuro neurodiversity. I yeah, think it's you, awesome you, that you know about that. You're
1: right. I think that like, I think that like, I don't know if like what, what will I would I wouldn't like know how to pretend to predict like what's going to be offensive or not or like sensitive or not like in five years. But like, but um, um, I mean, I think because it came out of um, certain, like the people talking about autism and because it came out of people trying to understand the way in which like autistic people um, experience the world and ways to help them. Like maybe like it wasn't defensive or I don't I really don't know. But like um but uh certainly like the concept of normal or typical, like um that's gonna that's like um I definitely have like the I I mean I, I definitely have the thought that sometimes like um they're just these like abstract notions that like actually don't line up with how anybody is or something Mm. like that right like Mm -hmm. like it might be that statistically people uh, tend to be like um this way or that way along whatever dimension you're talking about like they might tend to be like this amount of social they might tend to be like this like sort of good at math they might tend to be like tend to like to get married or whatever Mm like i mean there's like a million things
0: yeah
1: that's truly there are like a million things Like, (laughs) like that make up, you know, people and their dispositions and their behaviors and stuff, but like um uh it's you know, it's possible that there are normal people. Um and there are abnormal people. In fact, like it's probable that like that's true in some ways, but Do
0: you really think that there that there's like two two main types?
1: Well, no, I just mean like uh, like uh.
0: In terms of typical and divergent, in terms of neurotypical and neurodivergent. I'm not even. T-
1: I'm not even talking about. I okay. Went, I went off. <laughs> okay. Well. Back. Okay.
0: Wait. Can I just like let me. Let we're me, cutting all me, of this out. Okay. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not cutting this. Then this you're losing really everybody. Here. No, we're not. Everyone's Put really Put it at the interested. end.
1: as like a. Oh, and if you want to hear about like about some to, other shit that we I'm talked gonna, about. I'm about
0: to bring this back. All right. Okay. Because this is my question for you. Yeah. I want to know like, do you feel like you're normal? No. What do you feel like in your body and brain?
1: Um, I feel, um, I feel like I've always like for a long time, like, I mean, there are ways like, let me try to ground the conversation. There are ways in which like, I feel clearly different from the people I've been around in life, like all the way back to since when I can remember and like, so here's one way. Um, um, okay. When I was a kid, I had like, um, I don't mean like different from everybody I've ever met, just different from the way people represent themselves to me. Or, um, when I was a kid, I had like this OCD type thing Mm -hmm. where like, um, I had, like, little rituals of, like, if I touched things, like, a certain amount of times, and it would usually, it would be, like, I'd do it fairly discreetly, you know, like, or, or I'd try to, like, not step on cracks or whatever it was, you Mm -hmm. know, like, and, and, like, I, um, if I remember right, because it's been a long time since that was, like, a really present thing in my brain, but, like. Um, It made me feel like uh, I was in control of things that I actually wasn't in control of. So Mm. I think it like soothed certain kinds of anxieties I had.
0: Do you remember like one particular instance that you could use as just an example or like one?
1: I mean, there's just a million. I don't remember anything clearly because it's there. I mean, I would just like if like if I put the cup down, you know, like and it wasn't centered. It could be something right. like that. Something
0: like centered on it the It would coaster. change.
1: My the, the rules would change in my mm-hmm. head. If it wasn't centered, I might just like – I might keep talking to you and like kind of futz with it a little bit. Like
0: Because the idea – because if, it, if it's not centered, then you're more vulnerable in some way too.
1: I mean something like that or like it just feels satisfying when it's centered. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I would get really tired or, or sort of like uh, – weak in a way you know like uh in terms of like just vulnerable like uh sorry weakness and vulnerability are not the same thing but i'd be i'd be just like emo- like emotionally tired like i'd i'd probably be more likely to like touch things a certain amount of time so right. and the the numbers would be different so like so if i wanted to touch so if i accidentally touched my friend Dave, let's say, yeah. just like grazed him, yeah. then I'd probably, I, I might want to even it out, let's mm. say. This is like years ago as a kid, and mm. so then I'd like find an excuse to like graze him again. Mm. And like, um, it's like it was kind of game, but it was also kind of like, uh, if you don't do this, like bad things will happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, like
0: superstitious almost. It's
1: like superstitious.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And like, um, uh, and I think it's pretty common with people that have like different levels of OCD um, um, and I think like as I became an adult I realized that like I have like a bunch of anxiety stuff and like and so uh, um, OCD is like an, just an anxiety disorder so it's mm-hmm. it, it often um, overlaps in a person with like other anxiety stuff
0: So given so would you say that you have a fairly high level of anxiety that you cope with like on a daily, Basis.
1: Um, um. It's hard to say. I mean, like probably. Like I, I don't like really. You know, like it's hard to like know what other like.
0: Right. Like what's normal level of anxiety is.
1: I only know mine. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, I went through like periods. Like an easier thing to like talk about, a more well-defined thing is like. I went through periods in, my my early 20s and, like, a little after, like, of, like, clusters of panic attacks, like, mm-hmm. after I, I moved out here. And, um... They coincided with, like, I moved out here, my mom got her second divorce. So, from my stepdad, who was, like, kind of one of my dads because my dad uh died when I was 11. And, uh... Um... So there's a, a lot of stuff was going on. I knew like two people out here. Life was super unstructured as it is when you come out and try to act, mm-hmm. which is what I was doing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, for a lot of us at least. Um, and I think the lack of structure and the massive changes, like, I mean, I think some psychologists and psychiatrists would say like that can like help trigger like um, uh, you know disorders or whatever and so like i i ended up having like panic a panic disorder thing now
0: mm-hmm. do you feel like do you do you given that you like sort of contend with anxiety in your life and i i hear that like you know it sounds like there's periods of your life in which it's been like more focused than other periods
1: So like, these moments more of clusters extreme, of extreme pan- right. same with depression like i've had like uh I've had like uh, depressive episodes, right? Like where it's like months, months long episodes of like of like depression um, that takes the form of like um, looping thoughts and like Mm. you know like like focusing on the like the shit that like bothers the hell out of me, Mm -hmm. like um, instead of like
0: looping thoughts like like what like just
1: just going back over like. How could they, how could this person like, wait, did I get, wait, did I perceive this wrong? Like what the hell? Like, you know, like that kind of thing, like, like, um, focusing on some like perceived trauma. And so like, um, 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 and now I take Lexapro and it's a little bit better, but I went like 20 years like with psychiatrists going like, yeah, you could take like any of these SSRIs you could take, you know,
0: and what stopped you trauma. from taking them before?
1: Uh, I was scared. Like, part of my anxiety was, like, uh, about medication.
0: Mm, like, that it would, like, like, do something weird to your brain or Just change me or I just yeah. don't
1: – I mean, it just anxiety is just – you know, like, I think I probably also thought, like, oh, they're, probably, they're horror stories, right? And, like, I just, like, drag my feet a lot. I was, yeah. I'm like, I'll figure this out. And I do – talk therapy all the time, so it's like, I was like, I do that anyway. Yeah.
0: What do you do once a week?
1: Um, Usually. I'll go stretches without it. Yeah. Or if, like, I'm, like, having, like, a really bad sort of moment, like, I might do, like, a, a couple times sure. in a week for a couple weeks. Does
0: your therapist, do you do, like, more psychoanalytic or behavioral therapy? Do you know? I think
1: they do a mix, like a mix yeah. of it. Yeah.
0: You talk about your childhood and you talk about your... Definitely
1: talk about my childhood. Yeah. Uh, definitely... Talk about ways to like, to like, um, like tools to use and like sort of like upcoming situations that I might find challenging, right? Right, but like what,
0: like what situations,
1: like what situations
0: do you here's here's why I'm curious because like your job, like your job as an actor and an improviser, and like all the things that you do, you. I mean, you're, you know, a lot of people find this career path very uh, anxiety and depression inducing. Everybody does. No, everybody (laughs) does. pretty much everyone does. Here's
1: here's for sure what I think. Uh, I think uh, most people that are drawn to, like, do something crazy, like move out to Los Angeles to become an actor, have psychological issues. It's a self-selecting thing. Um, most people, I'm not saying everybody Mm -hmm. and I didn't do a survey, but like, and also it's a lifestyle that while fun, especially when you're working and some things are working out for a bit, um, is like unbelievably unstable in a way that like quote unquote normal people that did not do the thing of moving out here, but stayed in Chicago or Omaha or Boston or whatever, like, they they can't even understand it. Like, there's mm. they have no frame of reference for, like, going in for interviews, for jobs that they really want, like, once, twice, three times, five times a week for, like, periods of time and getting rejected, like, almost always. Or getting, like, to the next level and then rejected or to the third level and then rejected or almost getting the job, like, four times in one month and getting rejected by all of them mm. or... Getting one of them, mm-hmm. having the pilot made, and having it not picked up, mm-hmm. or getting p- fired during the pilot, and that always being in the air, that always being a possibility, and having mm-hmm. to always figure out how you're going to like just be okay with it. Or like, it, get p- it gets picked up, and you like, get ready for like, six months to have it air, and the air an episode and they cancel it or two and they cancel it or three and they cancel it. Yeah. And so many people from the outside world go in and go like, they're great. It's like, so like how many episodes are you going how many seasons are you going to go? They ask these questions that like betray their ignorance mm-hmm. and they shouldn't have any knowledge of this. There's no reason for them to about like how unbelievably unpredictable it all is. So of right. course, like it makes anybody like it makes everybody somewhat unstable and um and we're also dealing with a type of person that's, like, often already has a disposition for being emotional. Right, right. Like,
0: somehow we're, we're adaptable enough that we've, like, chosen this. Like, probably most of our childhoods were fucked up enough that, like, we already kind of have dealt with some higher than normal level of unpredictability. Potentially, by the way. I don't know.
1: I have no idea. I he, mean, that's I one way know to put either, it. But Another here, way to put it is like, um, I mean, there's just so many angles. Here's it's the thing. Like here's pe- why. This is why I'm doing this show. People want attention, and they're willing to like. Yeah.
0: I'm doing this show because I feel like everyone actually who's not an actor tastes this kind of rejection and unpredictability and disappointment and you know, unsurety. I mean, technically, in in reality, we really don't know what's going to happen one moment to the next. you know what I mean? Like a meteor could hit. It's improbable. But oh, you it,
1: mean in real life? Just I'm regular, saying, like real we life,
0: all, yeah. it, just by virtue of being humans, we yeah. there's our lives are unpredictable and sometimes very disappointing and sometimes we experience rejection and sometimes we're afraid of going oh, yeah. to happen. Oh, yeah. If we're and an so, accountant
1: in Seattle right. or a, yeah. But I
0: like I like talking to actors about this because we tend to deal with fairly high levels of unpredictability or disappointment or that's or, right. And high level is actually, like, the wrong way to say it. I, I guess I would just say, like, periods of extreme disappointment or – but, I mean, we all no, do. No, but like, high
1: levels of unpredictability. Like, like for sure, unpredictability, Way more, yeah. like, our employment status is, like, way more unpredictable than, like, most professions.
0: Yeah, although, I don't know, we like, fucking startups
1: – no,
0: I'm not staring at but your triceps, dude. Do I have
1: like a a word I'm on really
0: it? no, like I'm not uh, even I was just probably <laughs> thinking and my eyes wandering. I'm feeling objectified. <laughs> this is kind of uncomfortable. Um but you but like, yeah, for sure unpredictability for sure, yeah. but, but but yeah, no, like people in tech startups and stuff, like startups, like just, just like people, they walk in one day and they are like, okay, we lost our funding or whatever we were yeah. Creating. Well, so,
1: entrepreneurs in general, entrepreneurs. like are are like definitely also high, but there so, there but, are plenty of careers where like, um, I mean, nothing's guaranteed, but like where like like their reasonable expectation is that they will be employed for the next like five to ten years or more in the company or industry that they're in. Sure. Like most careers. And like, this is the kind of thing where you come out to LA and you do a pilot. Let's say like the, like the first, I knew a guy barely knew him, didn't really know him from university of Kansas Mm -hmm. where I went to school. And like, um, I'd met him once. Like I didn't know him. And like, and then I saw that he got a pilot, like Mm -hmm. the first, my first like three, four years out here. I was like, that's so awesome. Like I went out for that pilot in that this like period, like when I got out here like for four years where like I auditioned very uh seldom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like he got it and I was like, That's amazing. He never did anything else as far as I can tell. Wow. I think if I look it up, like I think he must have left and but like you can come out, get a pilot, be like, Here we go. Fuck yeah. It it oh, it got picked up too. Sorry, it wasn't oh, just a pilot.
0: What it, was it? Can you tell it? Can you say what it was?
1: I can't remember. Okay. I'll look it up later and tell you, but like, but like I, it was just like one of those like network things in the like the late '90s that it was a network show that probably went like you know half a season or yeah. something. I don't know, yeah. but um, um, but the idea that you can like finally get like a show, and then that's the only show that you ever do for the rest of your life, and that is like so fucking common out here that like. You know, people think you get this break, and then you're you're, so, you're set, and that's certainly not what happens.
0: So, okay, I have two main questions that yeah. I probably will take up the rest of our time cool. here.
1: Wait, what are we going to?
0: We're, we tend to, like, we, t- we, t- we aim for about an hour, but we will also happily, you know, go over if we're, like... I mean, we try not to go over, but we do go over. Okay. Um... Uh, Okay. My main question is how do you deal with it?
1: Can we loop back around at some yeah. point to the neurodivergent stuff?
0: Let's but, do that first. Let's go there right now.
1: Well, I just wanted to say like really quickly to cap cap Please. it off at least, which is like I what I'm interested in is like I noticed that in myself, like I read this book by this guy Steve Silberman called Neurotribes is the main title. And I'm forgetting right now the subtitle. But That's like, okay. We'll look it up. And I didn't read the whole thing, but I read parts of it and – and he does this like it's this very popular book where he like he does basically it's sort of like a history of autism and like and he ties together like these two main figures in the history of autism uh this guy i think his name is Leo Kanner uh it mm-hmm. was like the, an american psychiatrist i think or psychologist probably psychiatrist and uh um and asperger um, in like, uh, wherever he was in Europe. Germany. Oh,
0: I didn't, I don't think I realized that Asperger was the name of a dude. It's
1: the name of a dude. Who and
0: discovered like, Asperger's syndrome, which you, you mentioned, I mean, it's no more longer, complicated. Don't say he, that.
1: He, like they both discovered, uh, well, they said it for a long time, but now like supposedly like, it, like, um, mm, mm, uh, they just call everything, um,
0: autism,
1: autism, aut, aut, autism, spectrum disorder, I ASD. Uh-huh. And so like, uh, but um I'm not very knowledgeable about this, but my point is like um it's an, an it's a very interesting book, it's an interesting concept. He wrote some articles too on neurodiversity, Steve Silberman, and also, if you read some of like Oliver Sack's stuff or like I just read or reread or whatever i i, I, I don't think I'd ever finished it before, but like the uh, the titular essay in um in his book. Called an anthropologist from Mars, hmm. and uh, that essay that's that, that has that mm-hmm. name in it mm-hmm. is about Temple Grandin. I know we're...
0: what titular means. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> well, but we're speaking to an entire audience. I'm just kidding. And also, that's part of what I do is like I get like super, make sure it's super. Covered. No,
0: but I'm I like how uh, clear you are. Yeah,
1: clarity is like a fe- like a like an intellectual fetish. fetish. You... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
0: great. I'm For into sure. that okay
1: um and so uh
0: temple grandin
1: so he talks about her and like and she you know and like i look forward to to reading you know like her book like thinking in pictures at least i mean she's written maybe more than one book but that's the one i'm i'm sort of like thinking of um but like my point is this like i think that like if you just like go away from the issue of autism um i think it's plausible that like people just in general like um have different kinds of brains Mm. and that there are like sort of natural ways to group people's brains Mm -hmm. such that like we can relate to each other along certain like dimensions of like the way that we work or the way that we experience life or whatever Mm -hmm. but i think that um i think that often when we miscommunicate or when we when we don't understand what what somebody's doing or saying, uh, or they don't understand what we're doing or saying, I think, like, often, if everybody's, if everybody's being honest, especially, and it's not like people are trying to lie to anybody or, like, mislead anybody on purpose, like, often it's just because, like, the people in question experience the world a little bit differently mm. and have, like, different, like, deeply embedded natural assumptions about, like, what certain kinds of like nonverbal behavior means or tones mm-hmm. or uh, tone of voice mm-hmm. or ways of communicating and stuff like that. And so I just got, I really got into it because, um, years, you know, I guess years ago I realized that like, they're just ways in which I'm taken. I mean, uh, people interpret me in ways that I don't intend to be interpreted. And, uh, and I noticed that I'd sometimes like do that with people, like.
0: And so you feel like maybe you're in a different neuro tribe potentially than somebody who that that said that somebody who might have misinterpreted something that you say. I'm mean, like it's possible that your brains just work differently.
1: Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I feel like knowing you, because we know we're like friends. Yeah. Like. I feel like we're <laughs> friends. Sure. Not as like casually here on the podcast. No, we're friends. So it was both. You're casually here on the podcast and yeah. we're friends. Like I feel like that's something that that you that you feel very deeply or that's like something that really triggers you like this feeling of being misunderstood or Yeah. like, like that's particularly um hot for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I, get, I can talk a lot about it and I and I can get emotional about like like, I'm big. I'm like six foot two or something, I'm mm-hmm. like 230 to 40, anywhere from like 225 to 242 <laughs> pounds, depending <laughs> on when you catch me. But, like, and you know, and, and like, look, lately, over the last few years, I've like had a beard, and um, I got like a big, big mop of hair on my head. And, like, and I just like realized, like, when I was young, I was like six foot one by the time I was like, 12 mm-hmm. and uh um I wasn't as thick as I am now I'm gonna open this soda please yeah
0: um
1: <laughs> I wasn't as thick as I am now but like so I was like there's this skinny bean pole, but like I was already like you know like scaring people by mistake mm. and like uh I would scare my mom by, by mistake like and I, I part of it was because describe my mom describe
0: that like what do you mean you you would scare them like because because... i'll talk
1: about my mom like my mom and i had like a um a very like a very loving but also very like sort of contentious relationship when i was a little kid because i was like i was a little brat and i had like a little temper and my mom didn't know how to deal with that Mm -hmm. like so um she was really sweet but she also just like literally didn't have the skill of knowing how to deal with it i don't think Mm. um to just set a boundary and know that it's not mean to set a boundary for, like, a little wild kid that, like... Like, what would boundary.
0: that boundary... Like, what would you have said to the little you? Or what would you have wanted to be said to to you?
1: Oh, it's less about... Uh, I mean, I'm not a parent. But, well, like, Like, you might it,
0: have wanted your mom to say, like, Luca, I see that you're upset.
1: No, she... Like, yeah, she probably even did say stuff like that. But, like... No, no, no. Like, I mean, I, I fully think like my dad wasn't around, like, 'cause they they got divorced. My mom and my dad got divorced, and then, um, and then my dad died. But like, uh, I think um, I think, I think you've got to, like scare a kid a little bit. I mean, I think you got to like make make it for some of the kids. You got to make it clear to them like this is a boundary that may not be crossed.
0: Right. Like, you can't say that to me. I, I won't, I,
1: yeah. Or I mean, when I don't you say like, that. I, yeah. Like when you're a little kid, I mean, I don't know if it's like, it depends on the dynamic. It depends on the mom or the dad. Sure, like sure. I would say stuff like, I hate you. I wish you would die. You know, like, and right. I mean, if like a kid said that to me, like, I don't think I'd care. I'd be like, all right, because I relate. I get it. Like, they're just like, they're losing their minds with emotions and right. they don't know how to regulate them yet. But like, um, no, but like if they start like, like hitting other kids or mm-hmm. like whatever like you've got to like i'm just trying to think of something where i'd be like absolutely not yeah, yeah. you know and I'd, I'd i'd sharply use my voice and i'd right. be like you're in huge trouble if you do that again you know like that kind of stuff like my mom was just like not if i remember right not good at with me i was tough but like she's like she was just like built to be more gentle mm-hmm. in a in a particular way and i think like as a kid she felt that kind of behavior when she was a kid was, like, mean. Mm. Like, from adults, you know. Mm. And maybe it was mean in those cases. Mm -hmm. Like, but I was somebody that, like, sort of needed it. So
0: maybe you felt, like, misunderstood by, I mean, the the question that led us here was, like, about... you know why you think it's sort of a hot thing for you that you feel like a little misunderstood or you're so interested in, in being clear or having people understand what you're really saying.
1: I'm very interested in being clear. I'm very interested in like figuring out what's true. Um, my mom and I have like a big long pattern of like, she was like really into, she was very smart and is very smart and like, uh, um, but she would get into talking about these things that she'd be really interested in. And she, she, she generally, genuinely, in my opinion, not be willing to consider her view wrong. Mm. And so like, she wanted to get into the intellectual exercise, but she wasn't open to like being wrong. And like, um, and I felt I was op- always open to being wrong. I don't mean like I changed my mind in the moment, mm-hmm. but if somebody made a good point, I'd be like. That's a good point, let me think, especially as I got more mature, and like, so
0: then you would get and so then you would get hot in these conversations with your mom because she would never say that she was willing she would never she wasn't flexible she would
1: shut stuff down like she'd be like, "Oh, if that's true, I don't want and
0: then she would no, get but wait, scared, but, but okay. no,
1: my point is like if I'm like arguing against God or if I'm arguing against whatever with my mom, you know like a, or with anybody, there's a lot of people that like that like like to talk about like whether or not there's a God or whether or not there's like something quote unquote greater than us. And then like it's, it's like they start the conversation with me Mm -hmm. and I'm, and this is something actually I I don't get upset about anymore. Uh Not as much like, unless like the person has some kind of power over me that they might use in a way that like I really don't want, but like, like they'll start a conversation. Then by the end of like the conversation they will be like, They'll they'll say something like, well, if what you think is true, then I wouldn't even want to live in a universe like that. So I'm not gonna believe it. And it's like, well, then why the fuck did we just have this conversation? Like you don't want to know if you're wrong. You don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Like what but are you what talking it, about? But
0: like, do you know for sure that you're right, or that there, what is right and wrong? I'm not even
1: saying I know for sure what I'm. Right. Forget right. about that. Yeah. I'm just saying if you're going in with a disposition to say. Well, if my view is incorrect, I don't even want to live in that universe, so I'm going to act as though we don't live saying. in that universe. I see, you're yeah. not sincerely and genuinely engaging in intellectual conversation
0: right, right, because because you're not s-
1: willing to accept that you're wrong
0: well, but to seriously and genuinely engage in intellectual conversation is to be open to the to to, to your incorrect. idea changing.
1: To your beliefs being false.
0: Yeah, but dude, who's to say that something's false?
1: That's a totally separate question, dude. Well, it's a totally separate question. I'm just saying if you're not open to the idea that you're.
0: Sure. Here's what's true.
1: Yes. You have a bunch of beliefs right now. I I have a bunch of beliefs right now. She does. Yep. No, not one of us has all true beliefs.
0: I hear you. I A hear bunch you.
1: of our beliefs are false, you're and right. some of the ones that we hold important but and dear you're not, are false. But
0: no one necessarily holds the power to prove on in certain issues, right? There are certain things that you could talk about that you can't prove true or false. Like that. the, right? I mean.
1: The, there's certain issues where it gets harder and harder, yeah. Right. I don't think that's a reason to like just give up. No, <laughs> like... it's
0: not that I would give up, but I'm just like in a conversation with you, for example, like, like, you and I hold some very different views. Like I'm not I like I'm t- I'm into God. Right. And I don't believe that there's a big, big dude in, a, in the sky, but I'm happy to use the word God. I'm happy to like include that in my vocabulary and like talk about stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah. all sorts of shit that you think is total, yeah, but that
1: the, like, but not... This is all different. Like, we could use the, definitely the rest of the I comments. know, I know. I believe in God. Like, I could say, I believe in... Here's what a lot of people do, right? I believe in God, and by God, I mean the universe. And it's like, okay, well, then I believe in God, too. But that's not what the word means. Right. Uh, I mean, the word, you know, like when people talk about God, they don't mean the universe. Right. Nobody is questioning whether or not the universe. Is I
0: mean, the the point of this conversation, like the point of conversations like that, to me, with someone like you, is just like more like fun. Like we could just like have it fun. It is talking fun. Out. It is fun. Um, and but that's like not even what we're here to talk about. What, what I really want to know. But I just to
1: be clear, I, yeah. what I was talking about there yeah. was when somebody else brings a topic up to me. Yeah. As though they really need to talk to me about it because they've heard I don't believe in God or something like that,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, and, which I don't. And then they, by after an hour of talking, which is all fine, like I don't mind the talking, but like they signal or say literally, well, I'm never going to change my mind about that." this. And I'm like, yeah, this was fun, but like honestly, like, why do you have this belief that you're never going to change your mind? And they're like, because I wouldn't want to live in a universe like that. I'm like, well, I mean, that's a common, the reason I keep bringing it up. Right. I'm like, well, that's not an actual reason to not believe something. It's a reason to, like, avoid a belief because, <laughs> sure. you're like, you're scared. Sure. But that's not a theoretical reason to believe, to not believe something. Sure. You're acting in, like, bad faith with respect to, like, like, like your intellectual, the intellectual. Well, is ones. it
0: a reason to not believe something to 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 enjoy? I mean, you kind of already said this. Like you could say, like, I enjoy believing in God. Like I take a great deal of comfort in the world. For sure. Yeah. Believing I, in I, God.
1: I don't mind people like doing it. When I was mm-hmm. younger, I'd mind it. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. mind people doing it. I just mind people like trying to change my mind. Right. If sure. That's what they're doing. I agree. If what they're doing yeah. is like. No, 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 but if what they're doing is like I believe in God theoretically, right? And they want to like talk about it, and like I feel like talking to them, like quit.
0: yeah, I don't, have, I don't, yeah, I never That's feel like awesome. any need to. I, I mean, do you do you feel like you need to change people's minds? I don't feel like I ever need to change people's minds.
1: Sometimes. Not, I mean, not about. I mean, not. I don't. That's true. Sometimes I, I do. almost never talk about. You God. know what
0: I? You know what I feel sometimes the need to change people's minds about is when there's any kind of like cruelty right on that something i perceive to be cruel toward animals or children even like mildly cruel or inconsiderate or unempathetic i totally want to change people's minds
1: sure like like, oh i've i've i mean it's not just changing people's minds it's a way of connecting mm -hmm. like talking is a way of connecting like going over like interesting material and subject matter is a way of connecting Mm -hmm. and like and like seeing why like here's something like that connects to the neurodiversity thing i think is like often sure i like to argue sure i like to win arguments sure that's probably a part of it but like but i also like to hear what people think and i think i like sometimes push conversations and arguments because i think the person's smart and I want to hear why they think what they think, because I want to see what I think about their reasons for mm-hmm. believing that. Mm-hmm. And and maybe they have something in there that I haven't thought of yet, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and that ends up. That ends up, you know, like being experienced in mm-hmm. different ways. Mm-hmm. I have friends that like that. They do the exact same thing. I have friends where that feels like just like I'm attacking them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and the more that you question certain people's beliefs, mm-hmm. some people. Of certain tribes, like neurotribes or whatever, mm-hmm. if you question their belief in God or their belief in this or that, um, like whether or not it's true, mm-hmm. um, they 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 take it very personally, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like, um, and I I I prefer not to. I prefer. I think it's more sort of a bit more ideal, at least intellectually, to go like. My beliefs are separate from me. They're not like part of myself. Mm -hmm. Like, so, like, you know, like I can't have them all ripped away at once or Mm -hmm. also like just Mm -hmm. collapse. (laughs) I'll be like, won't know which way is up and down. But like, you know, like, um, if I'm wrong about God and I find out that God exists, you know, I'm still me. Right. And, uh, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, um, my value isn't affected by whether or not I was wrong about that, because mm-hmm. lots mm-hmm. of people have been wrong or right about that. Right, right. So, like some people though, they have this reaction. Yeah, they're
0: very attached to their their beliefs. Hold, they they cre- they're make. They're very them. attached
1: to their beliefs, like they incorporate it into their identity.
0: Exactly, right. But
1: also, they they're more likely to take you as insulting them, right, right, if you if you claim that one of their beliefs seems false to you
0: right right
1: like you you like barely use the word false like like me me personally i think so oh yeah no
0: i don't really believe in. when i'm
1: talking about you're like dude but who are you but what (laughs) you're talking about this epistemological question about like how we determine what's false And true. And that's very interesting, but that's separate from whether or not they're false or true things to believe. Right. And of course there are false.
0: Yeah, I guess, I guess two plus two
1: equals five. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Two plus two equals four.
0: Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think that, I mean, I don't, I don't know that. I, I mean, that's, like, math is like a, seems like a very particular kind of thing. <laughs> Which
1: is, like, very clear. It's very clear. Los Angeles but I think almost is in ne- California I don't know that is true. Is that... Los Angeles is in Illinois is false.
0: Okay, so before we go <laughs> on to, into this, because you and I particularly could fucking talk about this forever. Yeah. I really want to talk about feelings. Okay. Because I feel like... <laughs> I feel like, you know, like you're, you're, you're so intellectually acute. Like you are just like a fucking razor sharp brain. And I want to talk about like your heart. I want to talk about. So
1: it's my, like my triceps and my brain.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, your tries and your sick. brain are so fucking cut, dude. Yeah, man. Um, I want to no, talk about sorry. like your heart. I want to talk about, yeah. you know, how it feels to sometimes feel misunderstood and how it feels to feel fucking to have your show canceled and how it feels to not get that part that you auditioned for like what do you where's your heart how do you how do you how do you contend with those kinds of feelings let's talk about being misunderstood first
1: um I don't like it when I'm misunderstood I mean I, I don't know what do you want to talk about, about
0: I mean like what does that feel like to you does it feel sad do you feel angry
1: it depends on the context. I can feel angry. I feel very frustrated. I can mm-hmm. feel like I feel like the person's not believing me when mm-hmm. I'm saying no. Listen to w- the literal words I'm saying is what I think. So is if true. you
0: walk away from an interaction, like let's say you're contending, you're on your you're you know, sitting on your couch and you you're feeling like fuck, you're actively misunderstood by somebody in the world who's not who you're not being able to clarify yourself to how do you and they're not there like what do you, how do you how do you deal with like residual feelings that are heavy
1: um but you mean how do i deal with like feelings after an interaction that like uh sure that are feeling negative or something like that
0: sure after an interaction or yeah driving home replaying it when you wake up the next morning
1: I don't know. I mean, I think I like
0: get up, smoke a cigarette, have some coffee.
1: <laughs> I think I just I get upset. I mean, I used to want to like just like figure it out with a person. It depends on how close I am with them.
0: But what if you're forced to process something alone like that?
1: Oh yeah, that that can be tough for me sometimes. Right. Um, eat ice cream, mm-hmm. walk around. I'll have the conversation in my head a bunch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or, like, future conversations, whether or not they're going to happen.
0: Do you ever, like, write, like, a mock text or email that you don't send? Sure. Okay. Do you journal? No. Do you meditate?
1: Mm, not, like, purposeful meditation. I mean, I do stuff that's meditative, but, like...
0: Like what?
1: Like, walking around mm-hmm. in circles, you know, like, in... And like in like the neighborhood that I live in, or you know, like that's kind of mm-hmm. like feels meditative and like it kind of like burns off some energy and stuff, and like mm-hmm. that feels nice. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I go to therapy, like you know, mm-hmm. like and I get to vent there. Mm-hmm. I'll vent to friends sometimes, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's probably probably how I.
0: Do you ever contend speaking, with shame?
1: Um, not a lot.
0: What about disappointment?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What do you do with disappointment?
1: Um, I mean, like you asked about like the career stuff and like with disappointment, the career stuff, I don't have a lot of it, Mm Mhm. but like, uh, no, I've disapp- Why do
0: you think that is though? Because you audition. You audition.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have some disappointment, but like, I just, I mean, I think we talked about this before, but like, I, my identity, I don't, I, I'm very happy to be an actor. I, like, I feel very lucky and like, to like empl- be employed as an actor, but like, I assume it won't last forever. And, um, it's just a part of my life, and that's okay. And like, um, I did other things before, like you said, I. I went to grad school and like, I thought I was going to do something else thought I was going to be a professor or something like related and like, but like, but, but, um, so, um, I think I just generally feel lucky. I feel like I started working in 2011 and like, um, it's 2019 and that's almost a decade. And if I squeeze a decade out of like acting, like, um, what a lucky thing, you know, like, but, uh, um, I get more disappointed in like, you know, relationship stuff or mm-hmm. like, like issues that I have with like my mom or mm-hmm. sadness I have over my dad dying or, mm-hmm. you know, like, which I'm, o am like functional and okay about But like, it, mm-hmm. like I was 11 and you know, like it just became a part of my sort of like psychological setup or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Um,
0: so, like, breakups are disappointing for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but you know that. That is not a natural no, inference from what that, I just said.
0: No, no. So you're like, so, like,
1: a, I mean, from what you're saying, so you I'm guessing you, breakups No, are...
0: <laughs> you said you get disappointed in relationship stuff. So, I was, like, trying to extrapolate, like, right. for instance, maybe but also you know. breakups. I do also um, happen so like to uh, know that, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't
1: like breakups. Like, up yeah. romantic breakups, especially when... They're ones where they're abrupt, and the uh, at least one of the people is like incapable mm-hmm. um I'm, no judgment, just like you know like i I'm incapable of uh, um, of doing um of like dunking a basketball whatever, but like that like um uh, or like feels that it's best for them to like to like be to like treat the other person like they don't exist anymore like those are very hard for me
0: yeah
1: um if it's like people are being like basically nice to each other and taking some space then it's easier for me the
0: reason i'm asking is because i just want to know like when you're dealing with a very difficult feeling for you i want to just i'm just curious if you could just get into the process of burning through that feeling or coming out on the other end that's what i'm interested in
1: i don't know that i'm that good at it i mean i don't know so so I then well that's totally like, appropriate. So yeah. you're not
0: that good at it so then like it just kind of lessens over time the feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah I just do stuff that feels good and and like think about the thing, like try to process it intellectually and like try to like, you know, like if if it's a person, let's say it's a uh, some kind of conflict or some uh-huh. kind of disagreement, like uh-huh. I'll try to like, you know, like I'll probably be mad at them. I'll probably like think about how wrong they are and then I'll think about I'll try to take their perspective. I'll try mm-hmm. to like be like, what, what's it like for them? And then over time, depending on like the weight of the of 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 the thing in question, like it'll just sort of dissipate.
0: Okay. Well what if you're dealing with something super weighty and you're like in like a some pinnacle of weightiness of the thing, and that you have to like do a show or like walk onto set and do a scene that's hard harder for you, or like what do you? That's great. Because it kind of takes you out of it. Like, it takes you out of the weightiness. The more emotional I
1: am going into a scene, like, the more interesting the scene probably is. If I'm able to remember the words. Sure. Like, then you're just, like, emotional in a scene. It's almost like doesn't matter. In my opinion, it doesn't matter what the content of the scene is. If you're bringing, like, a fiery or, like, weighty emotion to a scene and you just say the words of the scene, especially, like, on TV or whatever, like, I mean, at least I, as a viewer, I'm going to be like, whoa.
0: <laughs> that that
1: so, dude or that woman is like really like doing something there, you right. know? Like, so it doesn't. And even... I
0: guess like maybe the takeaway from that, like as it does not relate to acting, is just that like we can bring our feelings with us no matter where we go, and we're just that much more interesting and cool.
1: <laughs> I'm not can worried about that? being interested and cool. <laughs> no, but, no, I mean this is I guess... this is my biggest like disagreement, and I don't mean like you're wrong, I'm right. This is my biggest, like, here's a neuro thing. Like, like I don't walk, we talk about this, I don't walk around feeling shame about stuff. Like, I, right. I don't worry if I'm cool enough in general. I'm not saying I never no, do. I, you're right.
0: That was I don't shorthand. worry that
1: I'm interesting. That
0: was It shorthand. was
1: shorthand, but it's your shorthand.
0: It is my shorthand. And that's too, common
1: right. for you to say. And, like, a lot of oh, people yeah. I know and love, like, it's like the worry is that we're not being cool enough or we're not being interesting enough or we're not being enough, right? And I walk in and I'm like, I'm being fine. That's given like, and then it's like, I mean, the only thing. I. So I've, what do you the,
0: think gave you that wait, though? Can you talk about no what idea. gave you
1: that? I literally have no idea.
0: You have no fucking idea no, why of course you have, I have no idea. why you just are sure in your interestingness and coolness?
1: It's not even that. It's just like, it's not even that I'm sure. Sh- I mean, like I'm sure of it, I guess maybe, but I'm also just like not worried about it or whatever it is. But like, but, um, the, um, fuck, I had it, uh, no no not No, we don't know why we are how we are. I don't know why I like vanilla over chocolate ice Sometimes cream. Sometimes we do. No, often we don't. We have theories, but like we're just—they're just theories. Like, yeah, like,
0: theories. Like,
1: like, I don't know why I like vanilla over chocolate. Don't know why I like basketball better than like soccer. I just do, and like probably because my dad liked it. Like the basketball like the vanilla i really don't understand like i just like it better it's not even it's not even close
0: but you could talk about why you like it better if you vanilla yeah
1: i don't even wouldn't know how to talk about that
0: what come on dude you're like one of the best talkers of all fucking time no but you couldn't even start to talk about why you like vanilla no could you yeah
1: like what would you say other than oh it tastes better
0: i kind of like the color better I like the color better. There's something I associate with the the taste of vanilla that feels like kind of like light and sweet, and like there's some complexity to the flavor of vanilla that I probably prefer over chocolate. I mean, I can fucking yeah. I don't about notice it.
1: any of that shit.
0: <laughs>
1: this is true though, like in general with me and food. Like I I'm like I don't know. I just like grilled All cheese. All right, well man. let me
0: reframe this. What would you say to someone who who doubts their own coolness and interestingness?
1: Uh, don't worry about it.
0: Don't worry I, about, like, put it out of your mind?
1: No, because you can't just put shit out of your mind. I just So say what like, do
0: you mean when you say don't worry about it?
1: Like, in a real-life situation where I've dealt with people that I love and that I'm dealing with that are, like, verbalizing that they think they're a loser or that they're not cool enough or that they're not interesting enough, I just tell them that they are. I tell them that I find them very cool and interesting And I say it with a tone of voice that sounds very sincere. And I try to say it as I say it as authentically as I can.
0: Do you believe it? And do you, are you sincere?
1: Yeah, I generally am. But also sometimes it's like, it's a for, it's a conversation. I don't always know how to, like, what I know how to do is like, try to go like, I really believe this, but because I don't need people to tell me that I'm cool and interesting as much. I'm not saying like I'm impervious if all of a sudden everybody in the world started talking about how fucking lame luca it was (laughs) i'm sure i'd be like it would get through (laughs) but like uh, i just mean like the normal sort of like like context that we deal with like uh, i just relate in other ways like you know like i don't love elevators especially smart small old elevators like so like sometimes i need somebody to like go like it's okay it's gonna be okay i'm like thanks you know, like, and it's just like a little reassurance or, you know, Mm -hmm. like, um, so I, I just feel like I'm giving them like a reassurance. They like, they have some kind of like psychological trigger. They have some kind of like thing that they have trouble like controlling, which is like a pattern of, of, of anxiety about their level of coolness or status or interestingness. Like, um, they, um, they, they, they have a pattern of feeling like they're not enough in whatever context and you just need to like sort of pump them up a little bit. That's all I've learned, I think. And
0: do you believe that everyone is equally cool and interesting just, like, innately?
1: I, I believe there that that coolness and interestingness are, like, very vague properties or qualities, and that, that, like, probably, insofar as they're real, they're, like, intersubjective or subjective and that, like, it's really, like, perspectival. It's, like, It's like, it, like, 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 I think like, um, I think people get too caught up. This is just true in general about like things that like properties that seem subjective, like beauty, attractiveness, interestingness, whatever, um, but are treated as though they're objective in my opinion people that I know that get really obsessed with being beautiful or being funny or being, um, interesting. Um, what they end up glomming onto is what people in general, it's almost like they're taking a poll and they're trying to figure out like, what's the thing that the most people find beautiful. And I want to be that. And if I'm not that, then I'll fucking loser or something like that. Or like, plug in funny or plug in interesting or whatever. Right. First of all, that's a really tough thing to figure out, especially with like interestingness, but like, um, but I just have too many like experiences of finding people beautiful from my perspective that maybe the masses might not agree with me about or finding people funny that the masses don't agree with me about or interesting that I'm like, well, um, I don't care what the masses think. Uh, I care about what I feel is interesting and beautiful and funny, et cetera. And I don't see why other people shouldn't feel the same way about their own point of view. And um, and so once you like really accept that, then it becomes less important. At least I think to me that like everybody thinks that I'm beautiful. Uh, or handsome or whatever i just like care that the the person i want uh to think that i'm handsome thinks that i'm handsome you know Mm -hmm. like um enough (laughs) you know like handsome Mm -hmm. enough to like like mixed with my other qualities to be like oh i want to be around you let's hang out and like get intimate you know like and then like yeah it's like a nice side effect if like uh, like another like 20 or a hundred people think you're like, uh like handsome or pretty like that, like feels good too, I guess, but that's like less important. Do
0: you feel like you like walk? So you like, do you, do you feel like a sense of enoughness just in general? Sounds like you kind of do.
1: I do. I mean, the only thing that I got, I think I do. I mean, the only thing that I got really, really in my head about was because of my relationship with my mom over time. Like, my mom couldn't deal with my, my sort of like need to like talk things through and like, like for everybody involved to be able to admit that they're wrong, you know, like, or like, you know, mm-hmm. like, like to be sort of like more objectively trying to figure out what's true um about, not about beauty and interestingness, but about like, about the things that there can be true statements about, you know, like, mm-hmm. and even figuring out which ones those are, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. Um, and also because like I get loud, mm-hmm. like I get naturally loud. This is another sort of like neurotribe thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I really hope that people understand, like I'm not minimizing really quickly. I'm not minimizing, uh, autism spectrum disorder. It's a real disability for lots of people that are adults that aren't even diagnosed. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to like. Uh, I, I'm sort of lifting the concept off of that mm-hmm. and saying, like, it seems to be a, a, applicable and, like, across a lot of contexts. But, like, I don't want to you know, draw attention away from, like, the, the real important things, which is that, like, people with certain kinds of disabilities that don't, quote, unquote, like, neurologically, sorry, that don't neurologically, quote, unquote, fit in with society and the way it's set up needs certain kinds of support. And I support that. Mm hmm. Separately, like one thing that I realized is I would interact with my mom and some other people. Like, is that like, um, you know, they experience me as louder than like I experience myself when I'm talking, and I don't, and when they're loud, I don't worry about it. Like, like people, so then,
0: but now you're talking about like more like self consciousness. Like, my question was more like, shame, do you feel like enough? So, shame.
1: shame, no, but what I'm saying is, shame drives self consciousness, yeah, feeling like enough from what I can tell. I'm just look i'm I really feel like a visitor from the outside to mm. shame mm. I'm not saying I've never felt embarrassed mm-hmm. i've had i've had i've had hot embarrassment mm-hmm. you know like I've felt flush with embarrassment before mm-hmm. but in general, it's not something i it, i noticeably inside myself experience mm-hmm. in my life in general. I don't tend to feel. A need to hide very much
0: mm-hmm.
1: from people. Sure, I have private things in my life that I don't feel like sharing with everybody, um, but sometimes it's just because I don't want to be judged. It's not because mm-hmm. like I think they're right, mm-hmm. right? M- my sense of like true shame, from what I've been around with like romantic partners and friends and stuff, is that like they worry a ton that the people that would shame them are correct to shame them mm-hmm. like they worry that they are they are shameful you know like that their, their 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 self is shameful or their thoughts are shameful or whatever it is that they're like insecure about um that that their not enoughness is shameful or whatever you know like i'm not but like for me it was more like i got enough feedback from enough important people especially my mom who's like really important to me um that like it scared them like 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 people that are non-confrontational non-direct like sort of like don't have that fire within them to like go through like a confrontational discussion a passionate discussion Mm -hmm. you know like even without any name calling or anything, just like making faces and going like, wait, you think what, you know, like that kind of thing, which Mm -hmm. some of us like really enjoy. And some of us don't like, um, when it's not enjoyed, um, in my experience, um, like part of me was like, why not? You know, like I don't get it. And part of me is also like, why do you think I did something terrible? I was just like disagreeing with you. I didn't, Call you a dummy? I didn't call you like a. What what do you? What do you? Like, I didn't say you stupid piece of shit or you're Mm -hmm. like God. Do you even have a brain in your head?
0: So that's the area where.
1: That's the area where I ended up getting sensitive. Right. Because like people kept taking wax at me for like doing people I cared about kept Mm. taking wax at me for just like being myself. Mm -hmm. And 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 if I really look at those circumstances where I was really being myself, um. I wasn't really saying anything bad, Mm -hmm. like in general, like Mm -hmm. I'm not that I've never said anything bad and I I wasn't saying and I wasn't being like too much full stop. I was Mm -hmm. being too much for them Mm -hmm. and sometimes like um, people forget to mention that it's just it's the for them part right. they forget to mention. Right, you know? right,
0: right. And so like there's some some part of you sometimes has felt like, oh, maybe I'm just too much in that.
1: In no, no. That... I mean, I'm I'm fully traumatized about this. Like yeah. I walk around and like if I s- see that a person, especially women, because in my experience, like it. um. I think it's because we're conditioned differently. I mean, these are just guesses. Mm-hmm. It might be somewhat because, because. your mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah, mom. Yeah, sure. But I, but I mean also like, like, um, in my experience, and this is anecdotal, um, the women I've known have been less directly confrontational than the men I've known. mhm. Mm-hmm. They're less comfortable with direct confrontation, mm-hmm. like face to face, looking you in the eye, mm-hmm. and saying like, "Wait, what did you just say? You know, like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, like." just in my experience and part of it might be because i'm six foot two 240 pounds and like i instinct instinctually some people like are kind of like weirded out Mm -hmm. by somebody that big like staring Mm -hmm. them in the eyes Mm -hmm. even from like this distance Mm -hmm. and like screwing their face up into like Mm -hmm. a like a like a mean, like a mean-looking face to them you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. but like so i'm very sensitive about like not wanting to scare people in right. those situations mm. but i also have my needs to like express myself mm. and so that's a balancing act Yeah, you know? i don't i don't feel shame about it in general now yeah. but it was something i had to sort of think through because yeah. like my mom and some other people you know my mom especially was just like she basically was like don't do that that's not okay you know like and i'm like yeah it is like Mm -hmm. this is why you you and dad divorced because dad was more like me in this way and like you just couldn't deal with it and you don't understand that it's okay to get like to get hot a little bit you know like it's not okay to like you know like punch people i don't do that it's not okay to like you know it's not okay to like like especially like a pattern of like like putting people down on purpose and trying to like keep them in their place in this like awful way. Like that's not okay. Mm-hmm. But if it's just that like, like when you get excited, you kind of like have to talk like this, you know, like mm-hmm. you kind of like, <laughs> you might have to get up and like walk around, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, um
0: which is you. That's you me. Let, yeah.
1: That's me. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I try to accommodate people's needs. Like, if they're not used to it, I go like to the other side of the room. I'll sit on the floor. Right. You know, whatever, whatever it is that they... You're
0: just always very aware of your vo- body and voice in space. and. I've how become more aware yourself. of it, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: because of the way that some people have reacted to yeah. to conflict, just like what I consider to be normal
0: conflict. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think what a lot of people consider to be normal conflict.
0: I lo- uh, Thank you for sharing all that. I think it's really... Um, it's one of the things that I think is really... That I find very lovable about you is that you, how aware you are of yourself and your body and your voice and your behaviors and space like you're, you're you've clearly done a lot of thinking about how you are in the world thank you <laughs> um I want to just ask one more question and unfortunately this is like potentially like a fucking whole other episode but I'm just wondering Like, can we? Can I ask you this question and then hopefully like, we can set a time limit on the answer yeah. it might actually be a really simple answer yeah. in fact knowing you I think maybe it'll be a simple here's what I just want to know just for shits and giggles and there's no answer to this right or maybe you think there is I don't know I want to know like, have you ever thought about why the guy from Kansas only did that one pilot and then never anything else
1: no can, not you, really. can you think about
0: it right now and like yeah do you, mean it like, like do you mean and like do you mean like get now?
1: inside his head or get no, inside the system
0: i guess like where i go with it is like you know potentially this could be a conversation about god or not or like fate or like is it free will or whatever like i don't but i don't really want to go to to that like to me extent. it's just this
1: like to me it's just this And like the...
0: do you believe in luck i guess this is my question
1: i mean i believe in something like luck uh, i don't think it's like a Magical thing. I think luck just means like you got lucky and that just means like you like your like you, what seemed like bad odds turned into like turned into good results or something. Like, just randomly. Yeah. Like I have been lucky. I came out to L.A. I had all basically no training in acting. And I'm, I've am i been working. And but
0: that so, has nothing to do with you. Like, why? No, it
1: does have to do with me.
0: So what part of it has to do with you that maybe I, this guy from Kansas didn't?
1: Oh, no, no. Guy. I don't think he didn't. I mean, I just think... I think there are way more talented enough people uh, than there are jobs in Los Angeles, like if we're talking about acting. And so it's like a lottery. And you also have to be sort of like you know, at the right place at the right time, you have to be like, you have to be sort of disposed to like be around the right people, whether it's on purpose or not, where you just like moved to the right neighborhood or the right building where so-and-so is your neighbor. And oh my God, like all of a sudden you're friends with a bunch of like weirdly influential or famous people, like all that kind of stuff can happen. Like you got to be like good at networking, whether or not, whether it's like purposeful or just like totally lucky just like your personality does that you got to be good in rooms like auditioning you gotta be good at a lot of things that don't have to do with like being good in front of the camera and then also you just have to be picked you have to be like liked by the right people you have to be like you have to have like people um in those rooms like the casting directors and the producers and etc like go like yeah let's bring that guy back in Mm -hmm. and like that is so subjective That's just so subjective. And it's not, and for me, for me, there's no, it's, there's no rhyme or reason. And like, and you
0: can put some active work into all of those little areas you just mentioned. Like you could work on being the guy that people are into bringing back, or you could work on moving to the right neighborhood, or you could work on being good at networking. Like
1: you could. Yeah. Like I don't relate. Like, I think that's like a, like that would not be my preferred way to like go through life.
0: So do you think it's just fucking lucky that you ended up good at all those things or that you're that guy?
1: I think it's lucky that, I'm work, that I've worked as much as I have. Like, I don't know. I am not saying like, I'm that guy. You never
0: put any concerted attention into being good at any of those things.
1: I've put concert like I've put con, like concerted attention. I've put focused attention into like Getting on stage and like figuring out how to like be funny on stage or improv or whatever. Like, but uh, um, networking, um, if so, it's been like so private as to like not even be noticeable to me. Like, I'm not like pretending I don't have subconscious drives and like, I like maybe parts of me have like focused on oh, here's a good way to like interact with people. Like, but um, but no, I have not. Like, I, I think the more. Unless it just feels really good to do, like making goals of all those things that you just pointed out mm-hmm. would make would make me feel like,
0: I know same. that doesn't
1: feel fun at all.
0: Yeah,
1: that doesn't feel fun at all.
0: So how do you like? I can... want to do
1: things that I like to do if they're available.
0: But like knowing that all of those things, like you just like very quickly and easily. Like enumerated all of these things that maybe have contributed to your success in your career.
1: But this was just a general idea. This is a general idea I carry around with me from noticing. Sorry. From noticing. Have you had
0: gum in your mouth this entire time?
1: Yeah, I do it a lot. I do Dude, it. On, I do it on camera.
0: It's just like stuff. You do?
1: I put it, but I put it back here.
0: You have gum in your mouth during scenes on television?
1: Sometimes. It and helps that you like don't my saliva. Chew? It helps my saliva flow. Whoa. Yeah. So, uh.
0: <laughs> Drop the mic.
1: Yeah. Um, um. I mean, if somebody told me to take it out, just take it out.
0: No, I just, that's but, shocking to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, of all the things that you said
1: that's, in that's, the
0: last hour and 20 minutes, <laughs> that is the thing that I'm like, holy fuck. You keep – what about like a dramatic scene? You have a piece of gum in your mouth? I don't know.
1: Not always. I'm not saying like every scene, but like if I feel like it.
0: Wow. (laughs) Do do you
1: never have a piece of gum in your mouth when you're like – Fuck
0: no, dude. Not when I'm acting.
1: In real life when you're being emotional?
0: Yeah, no, of course. But like It's the same No, but it's it's not – here's why it's not the same. Because when I'm acting, if I have a piece of gum in my mouth, I would chew the gum. Like, I'm not going to have a piece of gum yeah, in my well, mouth like as Cat Foster. That's a problem. Foster, and that's then, a problem. Like, be... oh. I mean,
1: like, I just, I don't do that. I
0: Like, no, right I'm... now, I
1: have gum in my mouth. I'm not chewing it at all.
0: It's not. By the way, I'm not criticizing you. I, I know. I, like, I sort of. And I I'm just,
1: agreeing with you. That, like, I, like if appreciate you, your reverence. If you keep reverence. chewing it when the camera rolls, then you need to just, like, take it out. And I would, too.
0: Right. But if you just stuff it in, it's, like, the same as, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess I have some secrets sometimes when I'm acting, I guess. I mean, usually what I do is I. This is really gross. I do not
1: even think of it. Like I this. chew my
0: gum. I yeah. take my gum and I put it
1: on in the butt? top.
0: What yeah. <laughs> <In my butt. laughs> if
1: that was your story? I put it in my bottle. I put butt, it on and the I top scene, of a pen and that's <laughs> of a
0: bottle cap, like my water bottle. Oh yeah, I do that. That's disgusting. I mean, that's really gross. That's grosser and then I than keeping it away in away your afterwards. Mouth. Well, I sometimes put it back in my mouth and shit. yeah, I just
1: think it's like stale by then.
0: Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Because I feel um, like we covered a lot of territory and I'm really happy about it.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, no, I just think look, I I, don't... I still
0: want to know why the guy from Kansas like that doesn't like yeah. that that shit gets under my skin. Like, think, why like, did I that think, guy? I don't think do... there's a,
1: like I think there's a, an explanation that we won't don't have available to us. But like, if there were a God, which I think there weren't, he could tell us. And it definitely would be a he. He would um, tell us specifically. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he would say
0: specifically the reason that guy You have to
1: put the no I'm kidding in there. You can't Wait, take that we'll
0: part never out. cut. Don't worry. <laughs> like, yeah. Um we wait, hold on. You would sit, God would say like yeah. I have a reason why that guy didn't get a second. No, my point
1: is like if, a, if there's a traditional God, then God knows everything. That's that by definition. I see. And there'd I be see. like there's just like a causal there is a causal explanation, which is like Let's say here's one that might have been it, right? Okay. He did it. He did the show. And then he went out for a bunch more editions, And, like, not get... This is just a guess. I have no sure. idea if yeah, yeah. that happened. And then, like, like, after getting that show so quickly and relatively so easily and, like, getting fired... Uh, not fired. The show got... Right. Cl- canceled. Canceled. Uh-huh. Like, it broke his heart. Hmm. And he got... Maybe he was very sensitive about it. Mm-hmm. Like, in a way that tons of people are. Maybe he thought too much like a lot of people do, like when he got the show, that it was going to be a hit. Right. And like you, like one thing you have to learn, another thing you have to be good at, if you don't want to go crazy out here, is like when people get all excited around you about a show, you getting on a pilot or a show mm-hmm. and it going, like you got to like, like keep it cool. And I don't mean act cool. I mean truly focus on the fact that this just might not work right um and not to depress yourself Mm -hmm. but to make it so you don't later on get Mm -hmm. horribly depressed because you let yourself believe that you're on a show that's going to go 10 years Mm -hmm. when you didn't have nearly enough reason to like strongly believe that Mm -hmm. like people let their hopes and their wishful thinking like drive their beliefs too much Mm -hmm. and this is i think a good thing about critical thinking mm-hmm. is like you think like i do not know i do not know how this show will do
0: i mean or like the my life is so awesome right now
1: yeah that too hey let's like enjoy what's happening let's right. not worry about Period. the future
0: yeah, we don't need but to... also
1: like we just don't know yeah. if you watch enough not just tv but like once you've like been sort of behind the scenes in the sense of like auditioning and like being on shows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you see what's been canceled and what hasn't, what only lasted two years and what lasted eight years Mm -hmm. and and what you like and what you don't. You can like, you can pretty quickly figure out, Oh yeah, (laughs) there's a lot of randomness here as far as from my perspective. Like, so let's just like, I don't know, enjoy the ride. And again, like almost nobody gets to do this and like, it's okay. Like, and you know, like, It's already won. You already got on TV. You already got to do, like, a bunch of shows. Like, don't worry about it.
0: We already won. We already won. Sure. All right.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, not that everybody should (laughs) want to do it. But, like, we wanted to do it. We've done it. If it stops or, you know, like, settles down like it does for everybody that ever existed, like, okay. Okay,
0: that quote's going on the fucking website right there. Because that's a quote about life. Dude, thank you.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: 123. This is a shout out to Pej Badat. All right.
1: One, two, three. <laughs> right, Bye. Bye. That's our show.
0: Thanks for listening. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at IAmCatFoster and reach out to us using the hashtag ActingRealPod. For links and recommendations from this week's episode, visit ActingRealPodcast.com. Episodes go up on Mondays. Subscribe to the show and rate and review us. It would mean so, so much to us if you did. This podcast is produced by Hanami Sutton and Chris Mako with technical assistance by David O'Hara and music by Sean Hokinson. We love you guys we really really do thanks for listening. See you next week.